This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, I'm Joyce Teo. Welcome to The Straits Times Health Check. In Singapore, it is compulsory to wear a mask when we are out to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Most of us are fairly comfortable with doing that by now, but for a group of people who have hearing impairments, this habit may make communication a lot harder for them. Dr. Ho Yu Chin, a senior consultant from the Department of Otorhinolaryngology at Tan Tock Seng Hospital, says that some people are actually coming forward to seek help for their hearing loss, having realized their problem is a lot more pronounced in this pandemic. Well, there's another reason why those with hearing loss should get it treated. In recent years, it's become clear that there is a link between hearing loss and dementia. Dr. Ho joins us today to discuss this, as well as how to make your hearing aids work for you. Hi, Dr. Ho. Hello, Joyce. How are you? Good. Hi. Welcome to the program. So, can you tell us about the impact of mask wearing on people who have hearing impairments? Yes, it's interesting. But I'm actually seeing an increase in the number of patients who have requested for hearing aids as they struggle to hear others since universal mask wearing was implemented several months ago. Many of them have been diagnosed with hearing loss. Years ago, and had refused to wear hearing aids before. So, I suppose one of the unexpected positive impact of COVID-19 is that those with hearing impairment are now more receptive to hearing aids.、Um, why is that so? Studies have shown that mask wearing reduces the loudness of our voice, but crucially, mask wearing also means that the lower half of our face is no longer visible. Certainly, within the healthcare settings, the lack of facial cues also make it harder for healthcare workers to convey human emotions like kindness and empathy. This can lead to a compromise in how we can build therapeutic relationships with our patients. It should also be mentioned that some areas in healthcare institutions can be rather noisy, like in the clinic counters, pharmacy, and intensive care. But the noise levels out in the community, like in the kopitiams and markets, could be even worse. There was a study back in the 1960s that showed that close to 50% of effective communication is contributed by non-verbal cues. Even those of us with normal hearing will subconsciously lip-read to a certain extent, especially when there is background noise. But for those with hearing impairment, Lip reading can contribute significantly to their understanding of what another person is saying. So, would you say this pandemic has actually made people more aware of their hearing loss and the need to actually seek help for it to get treated? Definitely, definitely, they are willingly coming forward and mentioning the mask wearing and say that that has become a real barrier to communication. So I think part of it as well is the loss of the human touch, the human relationship, because having conversation is not just speaking to each other, but the emotion side, the facial expression. I think these are very important to enhancing understanding of each other. Right, and who are these people typically? Generally, most of my patients are those who are older, older adults, and the elderly. It just follow the. Prevalence of hearing loss it increases the older the population is. So, for example, in the above seventy, 
the proportion of patients with significant hearing loss would definitely be much higher than those in the 50s. So Dr. Ho, you were saying that quite a lot of people actually don't get their hearing loss treated, right? But doing so can not only improve their quality of life, but possibly help them to prevent from getting dementia. Can you tell us more about this link between hearing loss and dementia? Okay, this is a very interesting question. First of all, I have to say that once a person has developed dementia, it gets really challenging to get them to wear hearing aids for the first time. And the amount of encouragement and engagement from caregivers and hearing professionals can be considerable. And even with their best effort, many patients with dementia end up not using their new hearing aids. This is because hearing is quite a complex cognitive process and one needs a reasonable amount of cognitive reserve to learn how to hear again with hearing aids. So unlike wearing glasses, patients can take weeks, if not months, to really get used to their hearing aids. And a lot of this depends on the duration that they have the hearing loss before they seek treatment. The longer they have it for, the longer it would take for them to get used to the hearing aids. Usually, most of them are unsuccessful in wearing hearing aids, especially if the dementia is quite advanced. Those with early dementia, there is still a chance. But once they have like moderate to severe dementia, it becomes extremely, extremely challenging. Although I wouldn't say it's completely impossible. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's better to get treatment earlier if possible. Yes, the- definitely. Because as I have said earlier, the longer you have hearing loss for, the longer it would take your brain to get used to the hearing aid. There's this concept of the brain having to do its job of filtering out background noises from useful speech, which is what other people are saying. And someone who has been deaf for a long time, the brain kind of like forgets how to differentiate between the useful noises and the not useful noises. And it can take a long time for them to relearn again. I see, that's interesting. You're listening to the Straits Times Health Check. If you like what you're hearing so far, do subscribe to Health Check on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Now back to our conversation with Dr. Ho Yu Chin from Tan Tok Seng Hospital. So Dr. Ho, what do the latest research say about the link between hearing loss and dementia? There was a very important paper published in The Lancet recently on dementia. This study looked into more than 600 scientific papers into dementia, making it the most comprehensive study ever into dementia. The findings of this study showed that hearing loss is the second most important modifiable risk factor for dementia, and this certainly came as a surprise to many people. What's interesting is that the most important modifiable risk factor for dementia is actually early childhood education. Whilst this is important, this risk factor can only be modified for future generations through government investments in better early childhood education. It's probably fair to say that Singapore is already amongst the world leader for that. So within the Singapore context, hearing loss is probably the most important modifiable risk factor for dementia. Importantly as well, you can't advise an elderly patient who wants to reduce his risk of dementia 
to travel back in time and study harder as a child. But this elderly patient can treat their hearing loss with hearing aids. The overall increased risk of dementia for those with untreated hearing loss of all severity is about 200%. But other studies like one from Johns Hopkins University showed that this risk can be as high as 500% for those with untreated hearing loss. Right, one more reason to get hearing aids. So Dr. Ho, um, let's talk about the challenges that people have with wearing hearing aids. I believe quite a lot of them actually wear them only when they feel like it. You know, is this a case among your patients and what should uh, they do? Yes, I think that is an interesting observation. I would say that anything between 20 to 50% of patients fitted with hearing aids either end up not using their hearing aids at all or using them for only a few hours a week. So the trouble for underusing the hearing aid would be most patients would only wear the hearing aids when they leave the house for a few hours and they don't wear the hearing aids at home where it's quiet. So in order for our brain to adapt to hearing in a noisy environment, it is better if we can train our brain to hear in a quiet environment first and let the brain get used to all the background noises at home. For example, the sound of the washing machine, the sound of birds chattering outside, people talking in the background, traffic noises. And once the brain has gotten used to all this normal background noise, then if they were to wear the hearing aid outside the house, which is a lot more challenging because outside the home, the background noise tends to be much higher than the background noise at home. So to get your brain to get used to the hearing aids, you should start with wearing them in an environment where the background noise is low. And the strategy of only wearing the hearing aids when people go out is definitely the wrong strategy. I see. So how often should we wear them? I mean, is it enough if they just wear the aids when they go to work? That's like, I don't know, 8 to 10 hours, 5 days a week? The evidence in the medical literature would suggest that the more hours you can wear your hearing aid, the better you'll be hearing with the hearing aids. So... Really, I mean, patients should be wearing the hearing aids whenever they are awake. So when they wake up in the morning, after their shower, pop the hearing aid on and should only take them off in the evening, maybe when they have a shower, and then best to put them back on again. And of course, you don't wear the hearing aids when you are asleep. So I think the more you can wear your hearing aid, the better, because you want your brain to get used to the new normal of how things should be sounding louder and clearer. If you keep switching, sometimes it's loud, sometimes it's soft without the hearing aid. I suppose it's possible for the brain to get a little bit confused. And so it's best to wear the hearing aid for as many hours as possible when the person is awake. I see. So just like eyeglasses. You could say that. Yeah. Right. So Dr. Ho, when should we get our hearing loss treated, right? Because, you know, some people actually don't get treatment for like a decade. Like when do you know that? you definitely need to get hearing aids or should. Often, your family members or maybe your colleague at work would notice your hearing loss way, way before you come to realize it yourself because most of the time, the hearing loss is very gradual and we develop strategies to compensate for the hearing loss if you were to lose 1-2% to of your hearing every year. 
So I think the early warning would be concern raised by your loved ones and your colleagues. And of course, you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, how often are you having to ask other people to repeat themselves? I think it's this awareness that is important. Thanks for the tips, Dr. Ho. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to share this little bit of knowledge. And I do really hope that more patients with hearing loss will come forward and do the right thing at the right time, meaning early on in their hearing loss journey and not to mm-hmm. wait till it's too late. Thank you. Right. And to wear the aids uh, regularly every day, right? Correct. Well, as a wrap for Health Check. We hope you like this latest episode with Dr. Ho Yu Chin, a senior year nose and throat consultant from Tantoxing Hospital. Thanks for listening and do watch out for our next episode in two weeks' time. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.